Blog Talk Radio. into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future, not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. It is a system which has constricted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. I appeared before the Congressional Committee to tell what I knew of activities, which I believe might lead to an attempt to set up a fascist dictatorship. A part of that plan, of course, is to induce the gradual surrender of American sovereignty, piece by piece and step by step, to various international organizations, of which the United Nations is the outstanding but far from the only example. The consequent willingness of the American people to allow the steps of appeasement by our government, which amount to a piecemeal surrender of the rest of the free world and of the United States itself. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision I had planned another closing message, but I feel compelled to say what I'm about to say. Now, I risk sounding like a conspiracy theorist, but it's no longer a theory. What I'm about to say is fact. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. They have planned and are now leading us into a one-world communist government. On the outskirts of the national capital today, black limousines with darkened windows converged on a hotel where private security guards imposed ironclad control. The limos carried royalty, political power brokers, and industrial titans to a secret meeting that will last all weekend. 
is known as the Bilderberg Group. Could their objective be world domination? Money from our treasury is now being spent for this effort. We will have a new currency and a new constitution modeled on the Soviet Union's constitution. Our rights will not be inalienable, but they will be granted by government who can also take them away. This is terrorism of the most worst kind, brought on you by our own government. The strongest, freest nation in the history of mankind will be averaged into world communism. Podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Tonight we're going to have a discussion. Uh, I'm going to have the one-on-one discussion at first here with uh, uh, no stranger to the podcast, and we're going to have an in-depth discussion and deep discussion here, theological also. Uh, what ifs? We're going to play the what if game, and uh, just have a, a generalized conversation that we you know. You know, let me use this as an example. You ever have a uh, uh, you've been on the phone with a friend or or maybe in a conference call and you had a real deep discussion and talk with somebody and, you know, you were talking, 45 minutes went by and you just had a long talk and you're like, wow, I wish that was recorded. You know, I wish that was documented because you talked about some very serious stuff and you came up with some logical answers and goals and you wanted it documented and, and put forth so everybody can hear it one day down the road. And that's basically what we're going to try to capture here tonight. And uh, we're going to do that here, understanding the times in which we live today. And real quick here, I want to let, uh, let you know, if, you, if anyone missed the last podcast we did do, it was a very special podcast where we had a whole slew of callers at, and guests that we really and went in depth to one of those great shows that we've done where we've spoken with a lot of influential people, people connected, people that are really fighting out there in the patriot movement, uh, military people, people part of the republic. Uh, we had pastors for the first time that get really interjected and got involved uh, from all around the country to talk about the status of our republic, the status of America, and where we're heading and how really how much trouble we are in. And it was very powerful, uh, this show. So go back and listen to that show. Go back and download that show. And uh, trust me, you will not be disappointed. But before I connect my callers here, i got uh, my caller here, my guest here tonight. Uh, I've got about three people here I've got to patch through who want to listen in. I've got one person that's from England uh, that wants to listen in. Um, this is an author of a book, actually. Uh, she was on my podcast show about seven years ago. So I want to patch her through. It's going to take me about a minute. So I'm going to play something here real quick, and then we'll, we'll go live on understanding the times in which you live today. And the 
Okay, Thursday evening here, a little bit after eight o'clock, Greensboro, North Carolina. We're going. We are live here. I'm going to try to connect. Uh, let's see here. We got we got a lot of people here on the board here tonight listening. That's good. Hands up. But uh, we're going. It's going to be me and uh, my guest here first. We're going to have an in depth. I'm going to let him basically open up and uh, go into a little in depth uh, conversation. Let him open up the door here for me. I'm going to feed off of him. So Jim, let's see here. Jim, where are you there? Uh, let me scroll up here. Go ahead, Jim. You're live. Good evening, Joe. How are you? Yes, I can hear you fine. Everybody else can hear you, too. It's all yours. Go ahead. Open up the floor. We're having a talk. Thanks, Joe. You know, uh, I I do need to apologize to the listening audience and Dr. Ventura and and others that were on this last show you did, Joe. Um, I had some technical difficulty. I did get the important parts of what I wanted to, to bring to the table, uh, on the table. Um, I want to take a pause and, and kind of go back a little bit so people have a better understanding in this conversation who I am and where I come from. My father was a graduate of Moody. He held several degrees, one in theology, an ordained Baptist minister, Um also uh, a degree in uh, sociology and history. Uh, So I had good parents that planted good seed in apparently infertile ground. I can say that because I'm approaching 70. Um, I grew up leading the worship service at 14 years old in our congregation and you know, I have been in the church. I have been around organized religion, and I have been in the presence of my Lord all my life, as everybody. I'm not perfect, and some days are better than others. We can all relate to that. But I bring that forth because I did have solid foundation. I do empathize with those that I'm having conversations with that are still stuck in what the perception of what they've been taught. And all of us want that golden parachute, that rapture. We want to escape this world that we're just passing uh, Jim, 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 let me just, I want to just steer you off real quick. I just want, because we're having a conversation here one-on-one. I know you want to give a quick intro, but I, I want to say this to you. I think what uh, real quick though is that you want to we want to try to get everybody out of that box tonight, right? We want to get them out of their their bubble or box or whatever we want to call well, it, right? Think, to, we to want... think, yeah, to, to think outside that box because okay. At the end of the conversation on your last podcast, I can't recall the gentleman's name. He was a, a minister from I believe California, um, and he did bring up the fact that the Lord has coveted with His people that if we Repent and turn for equal ways and seek his face, and he will restore our land. That is a conditional covenant, but what happens when that occurs is kind of the perception of where I want to go tonight, the the target. Because as I pointed out in our last podcast before I lost communication with everybody, 214 nations across this globe 
have kicked out the evil ones and have made covenant with each other that they are going to adopt our form of law, our form of constitution with executive, legislature, and judicial. Um, That they are going to open up to freedom of religion. And that sounds to me like the majority of the world is trying to get in covenant with God at this late hour. It is said in the Bible that when you see these things happening, look up. Joe, you told me personally that you had a sizable bill on a credit card that you owed. In your next statement, it was zeroed out. Is that right? Um, well, it was actually, um, it was a friend of mine, actually, that did that. It, was, it wasn't okay. me. It was somebody else. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was somebody Not you, else. But yeah. friend, okay, well, I, I just want to be accurate. Thank you for making sure I'm accurate. Um, and we're hearing more and more of that uh, throughout Canada and the United States. Um, I can tell you for a fact, because I used to be in this arena, not as a lawyer, but as a consultant, that uh, contracts made out of fraud or duress are not enforceable. And so when you go down this rabbit hole and you really figure out the fraud and the duress and everything that goes on, it is certainly reasonable, according to law, that these debts that we've inherited and been piled upon us are all fictitious debts and it's just part of another system that we're not a part of yes, anymore what and they go discovered, away. What he discovered what he discovered, Governor, is this on his birth certificate he has the live birth and then the registration date. There's two different dates. So those are two different people <clears throat> and, and entities. So <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. So that's what they're so i I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but if you have a birth, if you're born on, <clears throat> say, say August 1st at 9 p.m., okay, that's your 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 Joe Gibson on August first, right? No, you're not, because you haven't been given a name yet. So you're this person on August 1st, but now a week later, you say mom and dad give you a name and they register it with the vital records in the hospital cell or basement, because that's where they do all the vital records. Now they register you at 10:59 August 8th as Joe Gibson. Now you're Joe Gibson. Well, what happened to the other person that was born? There's very you have there's a live birth certificate. There's a birth certificate, you know, the certificate of birth that was produced, <clears throat> but the vital records, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on in my throat tonight. The vital records has another document in the basement that has you as somebody else. And that's a, that's a that's a clerical banking error because all our birth certificates are on bonded banking paper. Okay, and they're filed, you know, wherever they file them now. I don't know where they used to do them at the World Trade Center, but we know what happened there. So they're two different people. Well, if you bring that to a clerk or into any financial institution and you point this error out to them, they'll zero your balance out of whatever you owe. That's what I've been told. So I don't know if it's true. I haven't done it, but that's what I've been told. Back to you. Well, and you're probably may well be right. I knew that there's been a lot of activity over the last 20, 30 years, you know, trying to accomplish those things. And certain people, once in a while, have gotten lucky and, and made it. 
but there's just an awful lot of number of people that are reporting that unexplicably their student loans have been wiped out, their credit card debt's been wiped out. Uh, you know, and if that truly was to happen across humanity, Joe, as we're beginning to maybe see it happening, put it that way, if it really reaches full manifestation, I would say that has to be Jubilee. Possibly. Um, possibly. I mean, it has the earmarks, right? I mean, you can't just throw it in the basket and say absolutely not. See, and this of is course, what we're trying yeah. to talk about tonight. This is what we're yep. trying to get tonight is, well, what if? Uh, I like I like what Apostle Paul had to say. He said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I think he nailed it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh, what I'm seeing, 209, 214 nations now uh, accepting our law form based on the laws of nature and of nature's God, which is quoted in our Constitution as being the basis of our law form. And we saw what happened with, with, say, with Ukraine, right? With, right. We saw what's going on there with all the countries bidding on the, uh, <clears throat> donating billions to what seven and a half billion dollars. What was it in Budapest? Was it? I forgot where, where Warsaw. Where, where did they do it at? Where they raising all this money? Where they're donating money for oh, the, for the you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, that's that was happening today and over the past couple of days. So I don't know what's going on there with that, but <clears throat> people have to understand that the uh, the debts of the countries, you know, uh, the SWIFT uh, stuff that they, you know, uh, the AAA uh, ratings and stuff, you know, all this stuff, the credit rating, people have to understand, you know, the commerce of the world, the money. And and we have to understand that Satan or the devil or or whatnot is you know we have to understand the mark of the beast is a human number right that's what the Bible says it's a human number and it's a number of the, it's a number of a man okay so and it would be six hundred sixty six right that's what they say so we start getting digging into that rabbit hole you know very interesting right yeah it just it goes and goes and. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm really at this point in time in, in our uh, place in history, in God's timetable. I'm just witnessing so much of the prophecy being fulfilled in very obvious ways. And yeah. because we all are a subject of what we consume one way or the other intellectually or, or what we're taught or we're a product of our environment is another way of saying it. And, and so that's where that old saying wisdom comes from many minds because when you get people communicating and comparing notes and, and thinking things through, now you're, now you got some traction and, and you got something to flow with. You know so, what I see though also is the is the loss of people's minds is we've seen a lot of strange stuff going on out there. People are going nuts. 
I mean, there's stuff going on out there that you don't, you never thought would happen 20 years ago. <clears throat> the way people are acting and uh, the 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 uh, heinous murders that we're seeing. I know we had heinous atrocities, uh, you know, throughout our lifetime. We've seen, but. Now, they're just, it's insane some of this stuff that's happening. And it's happening on a mass level and large scale. I mean, people have gone mad, madness. And who can curb, who can lasso all this in and stop this? Who can, who can re- change things? How can we change things? Who has the power to do that? How, who has the power to change the perception that we see and what we have, feel and what's going on out there? Who has that power today? You know, who, who, who well, does? Anybody the Christians step forward? do because the Christians do because they're in, the, the real Christians are in covenant with the Lord. And that covenant means something, Joe. And we are victorious through him who strengthens us. And for those people that learn to, in my in my opinion, those people that learn how to have that intimate walk with God that truly reflects His face completely, not partially, or a side view or a back view. But I mean, really reflects what the Lord has done for us and wants to do for us. Uh-huh. It's like stepping into a different dimension, literally, as far as what happens in your life and around you. Um, But nevertheless, I see these things that the Bible talks about going on around me. I see the great whore being exposed. I see Uh the tables of the money changers being overthrown. And I'm seeing people for years and, and centuries have prayed for the Lord's return for him to finalize this deal and now in my opinion from where I stand and what I see happening prayers are being answered but they've got such a deer in the headlight look they're they're so petrified they've got that death grip on the golden parachute because that's what they've always been told the rapture was going to save them from all this. That, all the death and destruction and, yet, and the tribulation. Yeah, rejoice in your tribulation, Paul said. I've got a call, a couple callers here. I got a caller here on the line. Just bear with me, caller. Give me a couple minutes here. Go ahead, uh, Jim. So, so it's it's hard. It's hard to. Ignore the fact that the New World Order says that they want to eliminate 95% of the world's population. And they started that with the threat of disease and with the promise of salvation that is from the enemy of the enemy and by the enemy. And people are hoodwinked. And now even doctors are saying that people are not their same beings. They're not able to assimilate or react to stimuli, or be the person they once was because of the changes that have occurred within their physical system when they accepted the promise of the enemy. Uh, But that all yields, Joe. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, it's interesting so far. I see where you're getting at. You're 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 trying to get. You just can't break through that door, you know. But I see where you're going with this. Let me just open up the phone lines here and uh, throw some more people in here and talk here. Go ahead, private caller. You're live. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Uh, oh, lots of good information goodness. coming from Brother Jim there. All right, yes, and I'm glad I got a reasonable voice here. When I see those private numbers, I'm like, please, please, Lord, please. <laughs> but go ahead, the floor is yours, sir. Thank you very much, because I have something that I think is so important for you and others to tell the people, as many people in the world, to say nothing in the United States as you can, because I believe the most important single movie of the 21st century is going to premiere on the 7th of May. The name of it is 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. And Dinesh D'Souza is revealing evidence. Now, notice the words I'm using, evidence. I'm talking about the kind of evidence you can take to a grand jury, evidence okay. of the stolen 2020 election. Would you like to know what this movie reveals? Quite convincing. Yes. All right, it shows the coordinated national ballot trapping conspiracy that was uh, discovered by True the Votes, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips. It shows how political operatives were paid to drop off hundreds of thousands of illegal ballots at drop boxes in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Now get this. Here's the evidence. These investigators used geo-tracking from cell phones. Uh-huh to identify tens of thousands of ballot traffickers in the 2020 battleground states, the ones I just mentioned. The ballot yep. traffickers identified all, according to this movie, stopped at Democrat-affiliated offices during these routes. Ballot traffickers dropped more than enough ballots to steal every major swing state in the 2020 election for Democrats. The National Republican Senatorial Committee was given evidence of voter fraud and did nothing about it. Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, led a fight against true the vote to get to the truth. The FBI and the Department of Justice used cell phone ping data to identify, locate, and arrest January 6th protesters, but did not use this same technique to identify ballot traffickers in 2020. Remember, just about every one of these states, Ballot harvesting is illegal. Now, get yes. this. Ballot traffickers were operating in Georgia in the 2018 election, including a number of the same suspects from the 2018 election. The ballot uh-huh. traffickers of mules were reportedly making from $10 to $40 per ballot dumped into the ballot boxes. Pennsylvania was the worst state they saw, with 1,155 ballot traffickers identified in five central gathering locations. Ballot traffickers cross state lines, including from New Jersey to Philadelphia. They are seen on the video standing at the drop boxes, fanning out the votes in their hand like a pack of playing cards, filming the votes they are about to drop in the ballot boxes, and then dropping there has proof to serve so they could get paid. Huh. Like I said, wow. remember, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, like I told you before, ruled that the state of Pennsylvania violated its election laws in the manner in which they changed them without having a vote on it in the legislature. They ruled that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court 
violate its own election laws. Now, huh. all this stuff is going to come out. Now, I was, I was really kind of dismayed in a way, even though I was really pleased to hear the Supreme Court finally rediscovered the Constitution of the United States and it's sending the issue of abortion <laughs> back to the state. However, however, the problem was is it pushes the story of the 2,000 mules off the stage. I wish it had come either a week earlier or a week later. But nonetheless, it's coming out. Tomorrow, I have bought a virtual ticket to this thing. I'll, uh, your chat room isn't up. If it was up, I would give you yeah, a it's link. Up. It's up now because it wasn't just a minute ago, and I looked at it. It's, it's, it should be up right now. Yeah, it should be up. Well, I'm going to put go. a link if you want, because the movie is going to premiere on 7th of January in a virtual manner. You can get it. You can watch it at home on your laptop. The DVD is coming out on the same date. It also gives you a link to the number of theaters that are not sold out yet, where you can buy a ticket and watch it. It's, it's directed by Dinesh D'Souza. I'm sure you're familiar with him. Really a brilliant What's that? man. Say that again, say that again. I missed that because I was going over in my chat room. D'Souza. Dinesh yes. D'Souza yes. is the director. He's a brilliant man. He's a stone-cold conservative. He's a naturalized immigrant from India. And believe me, when it comes to conservatism, he's as solid as it gets. And he has uncovered okay. all this. He was uncovering stuff on Obama, on Clinton. He's done documentaries on both of them that have held up very well through the years. And I can't wait to see this one, because I think this is the most important movie, documentary, of the 21st century if its allegations are found to hold up. And like is, I said, it gonna be another, is it going to be another JFK? Well, look, you know, we can't, like we can't be responsible for the response to things. All we can do is get the information out. Now, people gotcha. choose not to act on it like any number of things that we have. We've seen all, all over JFK information, Obama's birth certificate, all this other stuff. If people and yeah, the authorities yeah. refuse to act on it, what are we going to do? We're not going to be able to make them. Yeah. We can't get them out of office, can't impeach them. Nobody does it. Nobody convenes the grand jury, the people, the authorities to do it. All we can do is get, you know, leading the horse to water doesn't mean you can make that little sucker drink. You know? I understand, yeah. yeah we yeah, give no, the information, it's up to them to decide what to do with it. I think we need to tell people what this information is. And we need to get it out there regardless of what may or may not happen because it's important to get the truth out. They stole this okay. election. That senile old goat staying in his basement did not get 81 million votes. He did not defeat Donald Trump. There's nothing in the universe ever going to make me believe that lie, even without the evidence that I know. And I have a mountain of evidence to say that this victory was not so. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say from there, but. <laughs> well, very good. Carry on, carry on. You know what to say. You say it most nights. You know what to say. Yeah, no, you know I know. Let me give you a little hint. But, Years you. ago, Joe and I were privy to the 10 year plan. And this all fits within the parameters of the 10 year plan. And rest assured that it's just part of the information waterboarding that it takes to be able to get people softened up to the point of where they're willing to accept change. Right, Joe? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And the people, though, Governor, I think are willing to accept change now. I think they are. 
Well, I mean, I think they some are more I than others. We're, some are still, we're still, you know, the target was 80% of the American populace. Uh, to mitigate the damages and to facilitate this thing as peacefully as possible, uh, because it's yep. not an overthrow, it's not it's not a coup, it's rule of law of four according to our constitution. But but they've got to get they've got to get the scales off their eyes and they've got to get their back up a little bit. Uh, we become we become too too docile uh, in a hostile world. No, no, we've been, no, no, no. I got governor. I think that's been foreseen, and that was that needed to be done. We needed to become domesticated, because if we had the people and 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 the the down to earth and down fighters that we had during the Civil War period, that we you know during the modern times that we live in today, we would have utter utter uh, annihilation. People would be slaughtered. I mean, you know, because we'd be strong fighters. Like you know, you know, like I don't know how to say it. Um, it's like a Dallas Cowboys playing a high school team. You know. (laughs) Yeah. I understand, but let me make my point. Okay. Being a Christian man doesn't mean you're a doormat. It can also mean you're a David, and you're one of them. You ought to know what I'm talking about. Yes. yes. That's what I'm talking about, Joe. We've lost our backbone. We've become too politically correct. We're too afraid to offend someone or not to fall in with the crowd rather than do what we need to do as a moral and just people, regardless of the of the, the public judgment, because the public doesn't judge me, Joe. I've told people and my family and my friends ever since I started this over a decade ago, I am content to let God and history be my judge. Well, yeah. well I put a link to the uh, information in the, in the chat room. I see it's up now, so I put a link okay, in there to yes. it. So you can check it out yes. for yourself. Uh, I'm going to be watching the virtual premiere tomorrow on the web. And like I said, if you go there, it also tells you, where the movie is being played in your area, because it's got state by state. It tells you all the theaters it's premiering in and where you can get tickets. Most of these venues are sold out. You can't even buy a ticket. But really? if you go by your state, in every one of your states, you go to the location, you can see whether or not a theater near you has this event. So if you want to see it in a theater, you can go there. If you want to buy a ticket for $20 and watch it in your home on your computer, you can do that too, but either way, you got a choice, and you can see it there. And I think it's astounding that most of these venues are sold out. Yeah, and, I even, and we haven't even heard about it in the South corporate Carolina, news North Carolina, Mississippi, Virginia, Georgia, and we have not heard about it on the news or the the, the, the radio. They're trying to cover this. Yeah. Even Fox is not is, is running away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Interesting, indeed. Very interesting, Sarge. Governor, do you want to touch base with Sarge here about what we were opening up with, too? Because it kind of coincides with what he's talking about, with he, you know, the diamond in the rough here. Yeah, it's, it's it's your program, Joe, recognizing the days in which we live, you know. Uh, yeah. Trying to figure out, like Paul said, our way to our salvation, uh, uh, our, our rightful place in God's kingdom. Um, and really, that's what's happening. As I was, follow, I'll follow up where I left off, so as this, massive shift across the face of the earth turns to 
a foundation of the for and by the people of a moral and just people based on the laws of nature and nature's God. And you were Paul back in the ancient days. Could that not be described as the Holy Spirit across, all across the face of the earth? Well, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you the reaction to, to this, this leaked information about the abortion decision, this tentative um, uh, draft copy of the repeal of Roe versus Wade, I've seen the most evil, and there's no other way to characterize it, evil reaction I ever thought I could possibly behold. I'll give you a perfect example just from today. I saw this creature who calls himself an attorney general in New York, this woman named Letitia James, stand up and with the, 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 the light of a thousand fanatics in her eyes, glowing brightly like she was obsessed by the devil himself. I saw her speak proudly as she said she was proud to have walked into an abortion clinic to have her baby butchered. I'm not making it up. That's exact. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what she said. She was proud of the fact that she can stand before the world in public, before a microphone, in front of hundreds of people, and proclaim her arrogance at having her baby butchered by medical abattoirists in a medical abattoir. Well, let's take a this look at. Let's evil. take a look at that. Let's take a look at that. Let me bring up another interesting "what if," Joe. We know that the Nephilims existed, and they liked the. Uh, human women, and that they had offspring. Um, did those offspring possess a soul since they were bastardized DNA, not God's DNA? Probably not, huh? How many people have you run into in your life that just have that very persona not many. that our gentleman's caller here is but there are a few out there. They're just like you wonder if those people have a soul. They're just they're just an empty vessel. I know even if you're willing to concede that maybe a woman is driven abortion by desperation, and you know I'm not really willing to concede that. But let's just say for the sake of argument, you're willing to concede that. Okay, that's at least understandable. You could also understand the reticence with which a decent moral human being should have in, uh, in discussing it. But this woman, she stands up there and proclaims it as an absolute virtue to have her child dismembered in a womb or burned to death with a saline solution, however they decided to kill this in this human life. She proclaimed it. She reminded this other lunatic actress I heard a few years ago. I can't remember her name right now, but I saved the audio, because I couldn't believe what I was listening to. One of these Hollywood actors. Audio for us? Huh? Can you play the audio for us? Oh, yeah. As soon as I pull it up, I'll play it for you. But she was screeching about how proud she was. I think her name was Phillips or Phipps. I can't remember it. She was a reasonably well-known B-player Hollywood actress. But she was talking about how amazingly proud she was to have had her abortion. In fact, I think I can find it for you. And as soon as I pull it up, I'll play it for you because there's another one that's unbelievable. You know, I mean, like I said, even understanding people driven to extremists by circumstances, when they do this kind of thing, that's a whole nother level of evil. 
The most innocent amongst us, they proclaim their pride in at butchering. Sarge, I, think, I just posted I think we had a 2,000 mules. My friend. Yeah, I think I we had a miscommunication. I was, I was referring to the soulless individual as the, uh, as the uh, government official that stood up and, and made these comments. And you said you saw the, the evil in her eyes. And that's who I was referring to. I wasn't referring to the average person that goes out here and is driven to a, through circumstances to that decision. Uh, that's not the person I was referring to. I was referring to the deliverer of the message that you are this is uncomfortable with. So, anyway, Joe, can we get on back to our other conversation? Uh, well, uh, well, 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 I missed that last sentence you just said. What was that about? I missed that. What were you? What were you saying? Governor, what were you just saying? I missed that, that last sentence you just said. Oh. That I wasn't judging the, the people that are driven to desperation. I was I was talking about the evil deliverer of the message that this gentleman was so upset with, with the gleam in her eyes, oh. and, and that's one of those soulless yeah. individuals that I'm talking about. I know. And a lot of them are in government, if you notice. I know. But what do we do? Like, start, like so, you see, Sarge is conflicted because yeah, I believe she Sarge... is the Attorney General of the State of New York, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. This woman I was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to 2022, and, my friend. Uh, by the way, I have that audio if you want to hear it, Joe. If you want to hear it, I got the audio. Yeah, yeah. Go, uh, Jim, can we play play this audio real quick, and then we're gonna then I want you to get back to your uh, your uh, uh, outlining there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a minute sure. and twenty seconds. Here it goes. A minute and twenty seconds. Okay. Here I was sitting in Los Angeles in my beautiful office of my own late night talk show. Soon I would be driving my hybrid car to my beautiful fucking home to kiss my two beautiful and healthy children and my husband who had taken the year off to parents so I could focus on my career. This is on national TV. All of this. All of it. Because...
right? Well, it's interesting, Joe. Um, I know that my reply is going to be foreign to a lot of people, and rightfully so. Um, in my passage of life in these almost 70 years, I I, uh, I learned at a point in time um, about spiritual warfare and how to uh, achieve the victory that is my birthright. And at that point, my life started changing. Miracles started happening. That um, is unexplicable other than with that lead-in. Um, and so when it said in the Bible that the Holy Spirit uh, is a prompter of our, of our spirit, of our conscience, and uh, um, that he has control over that arena, if you... If you ask an evil spirit to identify itself or demand that he does, he, in the name of his his king, which is King Jesus, um, he has to tell you. And so literally it's funny with that background, um, watching what you just described. Are you following where I'm going here? Yes. Because yes, yes. literally evil is exposing itself as the might I be so bold as to say as the kingdom takes over? Because uh, quite possibly when we enter the kingdom I mean, when we when we enter the kingdom age, the terror is removed before the harvest begins. Well the terror so, is that okay. that person from Pennsylvania or that or Biden or I mean, all these other people that are just so out of it with the evil one and as these days that are coming approach and these hundreds of thousands of indictments are unsealed and these these actors are brought before uh, justice um, literally I have to question this being a logical thinker could that be the terror being removed from the face of the earth because this is a world well I have inside information Jim I have inside information that Obama's going to be come back as president. That he's going to run. Well, that he has been actually the corporate well, actor, even when Trump was in there. Well, well here's yeah, the way I've heard yeah. that, that. Here's the way that scenario that you're speaking of could be played out. Uh, they could get um, Kamala Harris by hook or by crook. Because I know everybody knows what a moron she is, and everybody knows even Democratic Party against standard. They get her to resign, and then Joe Biden nominates Barack Obama to be the vice president, and then he either resigns or gets removed by the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Remember, Barack Obama has to be confirmed by a majority vote of both houses of Congress. Now, the way they'll get around well, that's it... that's a de facto say, now, Sarge. That's here's, here's the way they'll get now. around it. They'll say, we get around it because it's not a violation of the 22nd Amendment because he will not have been elected three times. He will have been but appointed... But that's de facto, though. Sir. Yeah. I, yeah, I know, but hang on, yeah. though. Hang on. If, that, if it happens, it will not stand. Is this, 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 you're talking about this... this this great uh, Revelation movie that's that's being coming out here, and it, and this whole thing is part of the dominoes falling, and we're not going to see what you're talking about occur. 
because justice is going to be exposed to the people before that happens. I promise. Now, you that. but let me ask you. Let me play devil's advocate. To going back to our conversation now, Jim. Let me play devil's advocate here. Now, okay. Would you believe we're in this now? We know what's going on, and we're trying to explain it to Sarge and everybody else out there. Sarge knows what's going on, but but we're, we're, I'm just throwing that hypothetical um, to the other callers that are on the line listening. Okay, um, they we know what's going. Okay, but what if the people reject the message? Reject the jubilee? What if they reject God and they reject and we and we fall into the, what Reagan said: the thousand years of darkness. Well, I and am, we don't. We don't. I am. You are you are dead on, Joe. You are dead on. I have very hard reason to believe that we are quickly approaching the days and hours of which Americans are going to be given the jurisdictional opportunity to step into our original constitution and its meaning and its law form of common law and disengage and have our own jurisdictional authority um, in the middle of this madness. Um, I do believe that there are a percentage, maybe 20 maybe 30%, maybe, that opt out and would rather be a slave because as the slave owners have promised, you'll own nothing and you'll own nothing, and we'll see that you're taken care of according to our standards. Well, good luck with that one, folks. But if you're not smart enough to figure it out, then you deserve to be there, okay? Yeah. Um, And that society in the end with – I'm going to be rushed straight up front because it's all factual. When you throw abortion and sexual confusion and um, all this stuff into the mix and you drop your procreation rate below 2.1%, uh, um, in other words, you need three, two or more kids per family to sustain a society. And so that society is only bound to crumble, as we've seen in our own country over the last 50 years. And um, yep. they will, they will He's right, Sarge. degenerate. Humanity Meanwhile, won't survive. The, they will not survive in the long run. It will be a peaceful transition because they get taken care of. And meanwhile, the people have a moral compass and understand what being a godly man and woman and a moral country is all about, and we take our country back, and we have what we desire. And that's our future. Wait, yep. And that's the yeah. decision Wait. that everybody's okay. going to be faced with very soon. Okay, Sarge, back at you now. What do you think? Uh, I, I, if, look, if, if, if you're referring to the idea of the Great Awakening, then yes, I, I, see, I do see signs of it. I also see signs of an attempt to re- redress. Because, look, look, being people, we're, none of us want to be isolated. We don't want to think we're the only ones who are doing a certain thing. Because, you know, be, being isolated means it's easier for you to be destroyed piecemeal. 
So we like to think we're part of a, particularly when it involves great upheavals in society, we like to think we're in, 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 in league with many other people. I think what they're doing now more than anything is trying to give you the impression that you're really just an isolated fringe group of nutcases. You know, when you espouse a great awakening, you're just an isolated fringe that's meaningless and you're standing athwart the tide of history. And I think I've never seen a greater effort to try to convince us of this, even despite all the evidence to the contrary, if that can be overcome. That impression, because that's you're all partially. it is, then yes, I agree completely with uh, what uh, Jim just said. Go ahead, Jim. Now. You're very Go right, ahead. Sergeant. I agree with you, but that's, that's only part of the equation. See, and I'm going to challenge you. Let's not refer to our current form of government and the entities that run that. Let's refer to that as Studebaker. Were you around when Studebaker was around, Sarge? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I rode in some. <laughs> okay. Well, Studebaker got to the end of its existence, and what happened to it as a corporation? The the lien holders stepped up, and first in time, first in line, you've heard that. And sure. they went into bankruptcy court, and the assets were distributed, and the people that own Studebaker and had stock invested in Studebaker, they got what they got under the circumstances. That's where we, the people, are at. Our parents invested in a con in the middle of the night, and was back when communication was very sparse, and they bankrupted our republic and turn the reins of government over to the thrones under the form of UCC law and a corporation. This corporation worldwide has run its course. It has abused humanity. It has, going, it has turned totally Nazi. And we're the, on the hill of where humanity decides whether we're going to be slaves run by the New World Order and the Agenda 2020 and 2030, and have 95% depopulation and COVID-19 and all these other ailments and, and attacks on us cattle to thin their herd down to where they want only 5% of humanity left. That's why Trump got the glad hand is because he took what was meant for evil and took and turned it into his form of form by the people. And the world was standing there hopeless facing this onslaught they knew was coming. And when Trump brought them together, he got the ovation worldwide that we have never witnessed before in our lives. And he set standards and things in motion that has brought us to this point of victory. And it's all been a big sting operation for a dog hunting. they got to stick their head up out of the hole so you know where to aim. And that's what's happening. That's what we're living through. And we're turning the corner. If you know the signs to look for, we may have already turned the corner and just not been told about it yet. We're that close. And when that happens... you got a point there, sir, because uh, Donald John Trump, I have never seen or heard of a case 
where an, a president's endorsement scored a clean sweep of a party in, 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 in two states. 22 out of 22 endorsements went to Donald John Trump's column. I've never seen that before. I've seen some get decisive victories, oh, 85, 70% maybe. I've never heard of a thousand percent of 22 endorsements coming in to his camp before. I never heard it before. You are so true, Sarge, and you are the spirit that I need to talk to because now we have a gigantic chalkboard to fill up because we go back to 1870 before that transition of power happened, and we pick up at the the 13th Amendment with the powers of nobility, which was the original 13th. And all, everything else that this lying bunch of narcissists have put in us is all of a sudden washed away and no longer applicable. We're back to the laws of nature, and nature's God is established and, and put into law form in our Constitution and Bill of Rights. And so now humanity's faced with this gigantic change. And nothing lives in a void or a vacuum. And it's essential at this point in time in history that the leadership, the people that are willing to be the leaders of our new, our new republic stand up and do what they were called to do. And I challenge you, my friend, and others on the call, because you're the master of your own destiny. Is that a republic of, for, and by the people? Not a two wolves and a sheep voting who's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, well, that, that's why I really hate to hear the words democracy interchange with republic, interchange with constitutional, because let's face it, our constitution has many elements that are anti-democratic. In fact, it probably has, by number, more anti-democratic elements in it than it does democratic elements. And yes, it does have many democratic elements because votes are a constant part of the Constitution. But in some respect, certain things are simply off-limits to the majority. Constitution puts them off-limits. It's not a democracy. We've got to keep telling these people that. They don't want to listen. They want to keep bleating something about a democracy, meaning democracy is whatever we say it is to achieve our results. When the odds are in our well, it is a democracy. They're not lying to you. It is UCC corporate law. It is a democracy. They're lawful. But they are traitors because all of them have sworn allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic. Yes. Now they are posing as actors in my country. And you can take that to the bank, and everybody listening, take that to the bank and share it, because I like to watch them shake like dried up well, leaves on a fall. Let me listen to this. Day. Let me listen. Let me let you listen to this real quick, okay? Uh, Governor, you already the starch hasn't heard this probably yet. Okay, there's an interview I did with WXI12, and I got I got an article written about me here that I just found, and you're gonna love this one, you guys. And tell me which I need your opinion on it actually. 
uh, kind of coincides with what we're talking about here tonight. But uh, let me play this interview here real quick. It's about two minutes long. And then uh, I'll read this short article here, and you guys are going to probably get a laugh at it. But this is the problems that we're facing, and this is the delusion and illusions that they shape, these shapelifters are, are throwing at us. Lots of people complain about the government, but Joe Gibson has decided he's going to do something about it. He's running for political office. And I believe our political leaders are so out of touch and out of whack with the people out there today. Gibson says he wants to restore the values of the Founding Fathers and the U.S. Constitution. How would you, being in office, help your community? Well, like I said originally, I believe in restoring, and I believe we've gone so far away today that our leaders today are misleaders. That we, there's no trust, and everything is done. Gibson questions why North Carolina lawmakers haven't taken steps to help the public fight inflation. For instance, just one right off the bat would be, why haven't we already initiated some sort of suspension of the gas tax here in North Carolina? Nothing until after the fact. It's too late now that our damage has been done to the pockets of uh, North Carolina residents. We asked the Rockingham County Republican about issues facing North Carolina lawmakers, such as gambling and marijuana. One of the issues that may come up before the legislature in the spring would legalize medical marijuana. Where do you stand on that? Um, I have not done a tremendous amount of research on it, but I would say... I don't really uh, favor legalizing medical marijuana until there's more studies done on it. Right now, with the marijuana that's out there... Another possibility is uh, legalizing sports gambling in North Carolina. How do you, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't like the, uh, the gambling aspect. When it comes to... There's too much... Right now, we're, we're a society that is addicted to... Uh, uh, I guess you could say the, the, the moment here and now. We already have a problem right now with gambling, illegal gambling, for instance. Why are we going to create a larger problem with more gambling? What do you offer the voters of Rockingham that Mr. Pirtle does not? Well, I, I don't want to bash Mr. Pirtle. He's been in the political arena now for some time. And are we better off in Rockingham County today than we were yesterday with him? I would say no. So, therefore, it's time to get another guy in there and do, give it a shot and do a better job, maybe. Do you like your chances? Yes, I do. I, I'm out there every single day talking to people, asking. And the first question I always ask, what would you like to see different today? Joe Gibson faces Reese Pirtle in next month's GOP primary. Bill O'Neill, WXII, 12 News. Okay. All right. All right. Now. They uh, now they there's are now this guy posted posted that in this article and here we are now on May second from the G man received an email from an anonymous source urging that an attachment be carefully viewed. After determining the attachment posed no security threat, it was opened and examined. It contained a screenshot that was allegedly taken from the National Socialist Movement, NSM, secured telegram account. The caption for the screenshot read, one of our members running for office, uh, the governor's position, in which they got that wrong because I'm not running for governor, so you already know it's a fraud. The above-listed news report about candidate Joseph Gibson was placed below the caption. <clears throat> and then somebody took a screenshot of that that uh, newscast and posted their own little thing on Telegram, and these people ran with it. According to Gibson's campaign website, this is what I want you guys to really comment on. 
According to Gibson's campaign website, he is running as a Republican to represent North Carolina House District 65. He says, I have lived in Rockingham County since 1988 and have been a property owner since 2005. I'm a former business owner of J. Gibson Landscaping. I am divorced currently, and I have two sons. I am a Baptist and received the Lord uh, in December of 1999. The candidate says on the site, I am dedicated to fighting for the God-given freedom our soldiers have given their lives for over over the centuries. The North Carolina primary will take place on May 17th, and Gibson's platform includes the following. What we are for, morality, principle, work ethic, and rule of law. That government comes only from the consent of the governed. That we, the people, are responsible to ordain and establish such government as we see the need to to create and preserve as a just, fair, and moral society. That an evil and unjust government must be removed by the people. That an unborn child has the same rights as everyone else. What we are against, Democrats who worship the tribune god of Darwin, Freud and Marx. Darwin said that people are animals. Freud said people should act like animals. Marxists said, say that... Uh, the nature of mass terror should be encouraged. We see the terror building all around us, created by the race baiters and fear mongers. The elite guide is the German dim bulb, uh, bulb uh, excuse me, dim bulb Hegel. He taught that great change can only come through deliberately created great chaos. This is what we are seeing all around us. The world elite are using this fear and chaos to drive people into accepting their totalitarian and their pagan new world order. These world elite want to chip you like you, you're your pets in order to control you. A social credit score will be uploaded onto this chip so that you will not be allowed to buy or sell unless you have displayed proper reverence and obedience to their new world order. Um, it says, this selective, now he comments, this selective wording in bold print in the platform section of Gibson's campaign website is very similar to what the far right uses, especially in propaganda. Stated the source, it is extremely uh, divisive, and while someone who is not familiar with the far right may be inclined to view it simply as wording being used to gain support for the candidate's cause or the issues he feels strongly about, the terminology mimics a lot of the far right's r- rhetoric. From the G-Man, contact is uh, Sergeant Eddie, director of the NSM Media and Audio Video, to confirm the organization was responsible for posting the statement about Gibson and uh, W-12 News Report. Sergeant McBride submitted the following. He said, I am trying to understand what you're trying to get me to look at or review. I'm not saying anything. He said, uh, uh, in regards to Joe Gibson, I'm not going to refer – I'm going to refer you to all, to all questions and comments concerned to, concerning Mr. Gibson below is his contact information. I highly suggest you contact him. We are in no position to contact uh, – uh, speak for Mr. Gibson. And uh, there's my website on there. It is the second email McBride submitted two statements. The second statement in which the word my, my appears three times could be interpreted as direct correspondence with the GOP candidate. The Our, Our People reference implies that Gibson is affiliated with the NSM or the white supremacist movement. It also appears to indicate that NSM members and or white supremacists are invited to contribute to the campaign through PayPal account. However, from the G-Man cannot confirm this, that the second statement in the email number two was actually submitted by Gibson. 
Several questions were, were submitted to Gibson through the email address listed on his campaign website, JoeGibsonHome at Yahoo.com. From the G-Man stress that it was providing the candidate an opportunity to respond to the NSM Telegram post and ask if he was concerned about how it could impact his campaign. Nearly 30 hours later, there has been no response. If Gibson submits statements in the days to come, they will be published in the, their entirety. So, and then they go on to a blog talk radio show, uh, Sergeant uh, Jim, that I did, where they post this, and this is what, it's about two minutes long. Here we go. Hello, Joe. Uh, how are you doing? This is Alberto. How you doing? Alberto. How are you doing, Alberto? Okay, uh, I got your, your number from the uh, place here. They said that NSA could help us out, uh, find a place to stay. Uh, at least I got like 70 people. I mean, if, if the NSM said, 
advocated, I don't know, for seatbelt usage or two-parent families or hard work and study achieves uh, academic excellence or election fraud ought to be investigated and eliminated or K-312 should not include graphic representations of sex education or deviant sex education, then I would agree with the MSM. You know, just because yeah. the MSM might have a particular uh, policy, just because they advocate it doesn't mean I can't as well. Yeah. So, I well, mean, they no, did this to the Republic years ago. It shouldn't work with anybody, and we should point it out when it's done. Yeah, yeah. But you see what they're trying to do. They're trying to smear me, and now they're starting that nonsense. And this is an article by a you know, new, new guy. You know, and, uh, G- uh, Governor, what do you think real quick? Uh, you know, they did this with the Republic uh, as soon as they started ga- gathering support and power and influence across the country. What did they do? They attacked them. Badge of honor, Joe. Badge of honor, my friend. Yep. Yeah. And I think it shows your willingness to engage everyone in conversation, because let's face it, you can't eliminate people just because you don't agree with them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you shouldn't try anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. According to to our law form is that there is an immigration process for people to come into our country, regardless of what caliber – or economic status they are. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. And when laws aren't followed, then you get all kinds of stuff happening. Um, yeah. Including encouraging people and giving, you know, I, I kind of had a chuckle. There was a point in time in my life where I carried some of my competitors, the, the dirtier ones, um, business cards around with me. And every once in a while I'd run into a, a client that, um, Needed to do business with that kind of person, and so I referred them to each other. Is that a nice way of saying it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, let me ask you guys Um, one more opinion here, if you don't mind. Uh, Real quick, this is a real quick response that I did respond to this uh, guy. I didn't want them just going ahead and saying, he never replies, or he must have made it, but this is what I said. I have not posted anything pertaining to the NSM, and in your email you claim you received what appears to be a screenshot of an interview I had done with a reporter here in Greensboro, North Carolina. I would like you to please be a little more honest on your source. I am very much aware that when an American citizen supports the Constitution or Founding Fathers of America, that individual is placed into a group or groups that are deemed racist. I am also very much aware that my name and pictures are very often subject of attack and slander. My position is restoring our republic lawfully and uh, and uh, our Constitution for all Americans. As for what the NSM does or supports and who they claim to support, I can only suggest your office contact their media director or whomever they may have that handles their membership or posting on their platforms and social media outlets. As for anyone pertaining to my campaign, I have no knowledge of anyone posting anything on the NSM platforms. And also, as far as the NSM's membership data, again, data, again I am not in any position to comment on their membership. If you have any other questions pertaining to my campaign for the North Carolina House of Representatives, please feel free to ask, and I will be more than willing to cooperate with you. Thank you, and God bless our republic. What do you think? I think that is a measured and considered response. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very politically correct, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
know. They didn't lie at all. They told the truth, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think that's yeah. exactly, I think it's exactly what you did. Look, I mean, if you're going to advocate for, for a position with certitude and determination, you just got to go ahead and do it. You can't let these people shake you off what you believe or what you advocate for, because then they'll catch you in their trap. They'll That's counterattack. Right. Right. And they do that. You can do it in a manner that's simple. Think... You can do it in a manner that puts them back on their heels. They're always playing gotcha games. Yeah. My comment ahead, is, well said, well said in the dialect, dialectic. <laughs> if you understand. <laughs> 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 I think they got the hint, you know. So they didn't run with anything out right away. Obviously, we got them. We got them. They couldn't, obviously, <laughs> you know. So, you know, hey. But the bottom line is that true. It says that uh, Sarge knows he's been on his podcast for a while now, uh, calling in, and uh, which thankfully he has because I enjoy the, the the conversation and I support Sarge. And I've always said if there was ever a, a war, I'd be more than happy to uh, serve next to him. And you know, and 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 die for him if I had to in the in battle, you know. So, uh, and, and we know Sarge is a is a black man, you know. So, you know, or whatever they want to call it politically. So, you know, that doesn't matter to me. Sarge sticks up for the Constitution and the Republic, and that's what I stand for, and that's what and and everyone knows that. Now, what the NSM, you know, and whatnot. I I listen, like Sarge said. I can't, I'm not going to isolate anybody. Uh, any, I'm, I'm open for all people to come together and stand up against this evil tyranny and these democratic liberal nut jobs, you know. And and that's what I've always advocated openly on this platform, and my and any other platform I've been a guest host on. And that's why I will always act and be and stand. And that's and that and even with the republic, uh, Jim told me flat out you shouldn't get involved with the de facto. I I sometimes advising you to stay away. He never told me to. He said he advised me to. And uh, you know, through time, I've been able to convince a lot of people that hey, this is the best way to go about fighting uh, this evil tyranny right now. The best way I can. And uh, and I'm obviously getting success here. And I'm turning heads and and. And, re- and bringing people more people together. So so far, I'm winning. When I see that I'm losing and I'm doing more hurt to the republic than good, then that's when I'll stand down. But until then, I'm going to continue to fight. Right? Well, in the past, we've had uh, we had a lady, I believe, in Indiana uh, several years ago that was uh, in your position when she found out the truth about her truthful heritage through the the Hurtler books uh, re-inhabited books one and two and uh she actually stepped down from her campaign because she refused to get involved in that and uh and it really hurt her uh in the long run um yeah uh but you know the temperature of the soil is different today uh i was going to comment on on the conversation you were having before i got involved here um i don't judge a man by the color of his skin but i definitely react to the color of his spirit there you and go. I can't help it. That's a good. That's a good. Um, that's a good. Uh, that's a good saying right there. I like that. That's the most so. important thing is what a person believes and the way they behave is infinitely more important than uh, uh, things that they have immutable characteristics they have no control over. That's right. Amen. Yeah. And, and we know for yeah. a fact, you know, even Sarge with Pianke and all the other people that have come on here, uh, even I've even. Chewbacca from the uh, Black Panthers come on here, 
I'd say flat out, yeah, you know, a lot of the people in his community just ain't got the brains or the will, the moral courage to stand up and fight, you know, and do the right thing, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you I'm know, gonna, I'm gonna, and that's a fact. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a quick little story. I think you'll get a kick out of, it, and it's an analogy that relates to the conversation. My dad, being a minister, uh, retired, had an invitation to pastor uh, a small body of people in a rural community here in western Colorado. And one day I I asked him whatever happened to all of that, and he looked at me, and he he was retired at the time, and he, he said, you know, he said, if you knew the background of all these people that have joined together in one body, they're all misfits from various different bodies or uh, churches around the valley. And they've all come together and asked me to be their leader. He says, I'm not interested. He's <laughs> <laughs> so. a misfit of the month. Now, Governor Jim, Jim and Sarge, we to fix, fix the outline of the program. We also said we were going to play the what if game. So before we wrap up the show here tonight, let's throw a little what ifs out there. Uh, Jim, you were thinking about this podcast first and how we were going to go about it. Throw me your what ifs. Well, what if we see the money changers thrown out of the temple and serve justice and the. the millions of um, um, indictments that are sealed and and waiting to be exposed. Uh, And all of this is brought to light, and we see so many signs, as we've talked about, uh, come to pass in our our reality. And we see these 214 nations begin to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and, and express it openly and and live according to the laws of nature and nature's God. Um, if that was to become our reality, where would we be according to the Bible in the Bible's timeline? Would we be in the kingdom age? I think, it would, I think it would mean that the, the Bible wouldn't be true. Uh, they could well, not be no, true because it says the Bible is absolutely right? true. If what it means is is that our interpretation of what we've been taught how to interpret it might have been off. Ah. All right. What do you think, Sarge? What is your what ifs? What do you think, or why do you want to comment on that? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I think that's very interesting. I'm not. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be qualified to comment on that eschatological viewpoint, so I have to reserve judgment on that. But I, <laughs> I can say this. Uh, I got a what if for you. What okay. if the movie like 2,000 Mules or other information, more information is flooding out every week about this election and multiple venues in many places that is repeatedly ignored by the media. I'm talking about documented evidence certified by official investigative bodies in Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. What if it is proven beyond a reasonable doubt, or at least to the point of probable cause that you might present to a grand jury, that Joe Biden is illegitimately the president of the United States? What should happen then? 
I think that's why they're desperate to cover this up, because I think this is can, the most important I, story of the 21st century, this issue here. Can I have that, Joe? Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to hearing what you got to say on that. Um, you have to remember prairie dog hunting. I don't know if you've ever been prairie dog hunting. It's a wonderful pastime, you know, a good way to get rid of pests and, and uh, all kinds of diseases and, and uh, dangerous to animals and so on and so forth. And, and it's a, you know, it's a clean, nice way of going out and having an afternoon of quality fun. And you got to get them to stick their head up out of the hole so you know where they're at, so you can shoot them. And uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of people that probably that's repugnant too, but that's that's fine. That's been my life, and I'm older than most of you probably, so that's the way it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> nevertheless, nevertheless uh, this this sting operation, you got to relate that to prey dog hunting. And when the vice president didn't do his job, bang. When the Supreme Court didn't do their job, bang. When all these things happen and we prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, not to the American people, but to the military, that we were under siege, then a whole new jurisdiction kicked in. And when that happened... In my best opinion, my educated opinion, it became a situation of where uh, FEMA, along with uh, the military, uh, stepped in and are literally uh, under those laws um, and so on and so forth, historical lawful documents that put uh, put these people in power of our country. and. It becomes their responsibility then under military law and tactics to go in and seek justice for the people. And so that's what we're seeing happening as we go through this agony is, is that everybody needs to have an ample opportunity to identify themselves. Um, once that happens, then if there is no quorum to represent the people in this bankrupt corporation, then the laws of nature and nature's God come into full play, and our forefathers birthed this monster and we inherited it through generations, and now dealing with it is on our doorstep because we've enjoyed the trust relationship that was involved in this in this de facto corporation that was posing as our government. So the challenge that we the people face is that we're now responsible for our destiny, and are we prepared? to organize and communicate and follow the rule of law so that we're not in tyranny. And this has been my my conversation with the militia community over the years is that we are a nation of law, and if we don't follow it to the letter of the entirety of it, we will soon find ourselves, if not in entrapment, but in tyranny. And but we saw what happened. That's not we saw what awful happened. either. 
Yeah, but we, we saw don't. what happened and with the militia community. We've lived, we've lived more than most of it, Joe, you know, and I'll just leave yeah. it at that. But thank God, you know, God was watching over us. And, um, you know, sometimes it's better off not to get in front of God's train. He has his time, and, it, and if we allow it. And, and I'll, I'll say it this way. In 10, 2010, if we'd got our country back, we'd have been responsible, Joe, for cleaning up all this mess. And I think we would have gotten ourselves in too deep. Not worldwide. It would, yeah, it I think we would have got ourselves in too deep, Governor. I think we would have got ourselves in too deep, and that we would have bit off more than we could chew. We, we'd, have, we'd have been a flash in the pan. Maybe, yeah. maybe a comma in history. Maybe not. No, but no, no. There would have been complete, utter chaos. And it's, I'm telling you, we would have saw a collapse. That we, we would have had to give it back. Let's put it that way. That's what would end up happening. But, we but would have had remember, to surrender history, and go hide. History is passed on by those who record it and teach it. <laughs> yeah, we'd be swinging from the gallows probably. <laughs> yeah, we would. But as it is, as it is, we've won. And the people just haven't received that yet. But if you run the knowledge and circles and people that I... No, no, they won, Governor. You and I have lost. No, we've lost, We the people. We... You don't make sense with that, Joe. We the people. Oh, but, okay, have you're won. right. You're right. We the people. We the people that stood up and did the right thing have lost because we're sitting back right now, scratching our heads, saying, "Oh man, how much longer?" Meanwhile, the people they're going to benefit from everything because they've been walking around like zombies and they don't know what the heck happened or what what was sacrificed the, back then. The, Joe, Joe, this is a perfect example of this conversation. It's all in your perception. I can tell you by facts and the rule of law that we have won. The people have won. And I look at my reality around me as a victorious person in that conversation. Now, the people that are not brought up to speed, that don't know what reality is, they're still living in a different perspective. And in their perspective, you're absolutely right, Joe. Well, since you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because then you made an appeasement with me there at the end, which you understood where I was coming from. Okay, I get it. But how much? But it's all your but perspective. Now, why? What if? Now, my what if? Now, what if everything you just said is our perception, but it's not the reality? And ten, twenty years from now, nothing happens, and it just continues. Time just continues on. Sarge yeah. passes away. I pass away. And it was all for nothing. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Well, I can say you and Joe, uh, you and Sarge. You become as you see yourself. We know that that's true. Right, Sarge? Well, I I suppose somebody that that might plant a sequoia won't see it grow to what it might eventually become. Think, Think about that. Yeah, and they exactly. would live to okay. see what a sequoia so, might eventually become if they plant it and put it or put it in the ground as a little seedling. Yeah. So, so I mean, we don't get the sharing of the glory features. then. Yeah, but, all, but, all but the main thing state. is like remember what 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 many of us like to think of we're doing is not necessarily for ourselves, but for our even our 
posterity, as is mentioned in the preamble to the Constitution, people that haven't even been right. born yet. That's right. You're exactly right, yeah. Sarge. I agree 100%. But I'm trying to get, I'm trying to look at it a little differently, and I'm saying that psychologically speaking, in terms of human behavior, if you see yourself as a loser and a misfit and unable to hold down a job, you probably won't have any of those benefits in life. But if you see yourself as successful and and a nice guy and, and strive to do good and, you know, be a moral person and see yourself as that type of person, then that's the person you'll become. So All right. as as people, the people on this phone call, as the people around the world that have followed our pattern and are adopting our form of constitution and our law form as this transition into the, well, I have no other term to say, but kingdom age, is beginning, we're challenged with a new chalkboard and an old set of rules that we're unfamiliar with. And we need to get up to speed really quick because we're about ready to get an overwhelming dose of reality that most people are not anywhere close to being ready for, myself included. And I know more so much I don't even talk about it because it scares people. But it's okay. God in history will be my judge, and my speaker, I know what I speak of. And so I want to deliver hope, and I want to deliver a challenge to take a hard look at our reality and what's going on around us that you don't find in the mainstream media. And if you don't agree with me, maybe you ought to at least consider what if. I'll yield, Joe. Okay. Okay, 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 I got you. <laughs> um, I guess we'll go to closing thoughts here, uh, to the podcast here. Sarge, we talked about a lot of deep stuff here tonight. Uh, I don't want to start another subject because we're out of time. Uh, but the what-ifs, and, and really, in deep, we, we talked in parallels in a way, and, and, and parasitical uh, and parallel uh, dispensations, I guess you could say, in a way, too, uh, kind of like the Bible. We kind of like talked in more modern terms of what, what, of what is happening behind the scenes and not doing it in a way where we had to slap people upside the head with our words and not try to scare people. We did it in a professional way, but in a way that we know how each other communicate with each other, and I think a lot of people understood that, too, because I got several messages saying that was a good conversation. So... Sorry, closing thoughts. What do you think, man? Well, we are living, as the Chinese put it, we are living in interesting times, but let us not forget that out of great tumult can come great good. I just give you the American Revolution as a perfect example of that. And I am hoping there will be a second American Revolution, one that is occasioned by far less bloodshed, I hope, but whatever it needs to be happen to restore the proper balance that is, transcendent, morally objective truth must be done or we are doomed as a civilization founded and grounded in liberty. Okay. That was good. That was pretty good right there. Uh, Jim, I know you just spoke, but you want to give closing thoughts? Because you weren't giving your closing there. Yeah. That was pretty much my closing. Um, I, I would like to say I just got accepted to Troop Social, which... 
that's wonderful. I, I've only been on a few days. I've really received a tremendous uh, uh, enjoyment, and I'm not a social person, as you know, well, Joe. I, I had to ask you what. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know you. You're not into uh, that. Uh, <laughs> I still don't understand, but. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will I'll, tell you yeah, okay. Jim Carpenter, Jim Carpenter on True Social, with the at sign Rocky Mountain JC is me. There's four or five Jim Carpenters last time I checked. But if you want to follow me and follow Colorado Free State and the Republic, um, just let me say that our podcast must be paying off, Joe, because um, well, if you're on that app. You know what to do, and you'll see who's uh, communicating with each other. I'll leave it there at you that. Go. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one I more thing I'd like to remind time. everybody of. You can watch 2,000 Mules from the comfort of your home at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Joe, I would advise you to try to catch it if you can. It's only 20 I bucks. I think it's worth the money. I will. I will. Let me give my closing thoughts. You know, we've been reminiscing on the beginnings of our great nation and the core beliefs founding fathers established that have led us to where we are today. The founding fathers inspired others to unlock their potential and create a movement around a vision of self-reliance, collaboration, and innovation. They paint that picture of a great leadership and strong... Imagine what greatness they can inspire today if we would just go back and read a little bit of history and understand history. And I'm going to read you a few things here, a few of the quotes that they have uh, left us with, and words that were left in time of yesterday that could be applied today to give us a better tomorrow. You know, always stand on principle even if you stand alone, was said by John Adams. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. Thomas Jefferson, well done is better, is better than well said, Benjamin Franklin. The circulation of confidence is better than the circulation of money, James Madison. It is better to offer no excuse than a bad one, George Washington. Distrust naturally creates distrust, and by nothing is goodwill and kind conduct more speedily changed, John Jay. Do you want to know who you are? Don't ask. Act. Action will deal. I can't pronounce his word. Define you. Okay. Um, nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Without continual growth and progress, such words as improvement, achievement, and success have no meaning. Benjamin Franklin. Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I will learn. Benjamin Franklin, and we got one more. Real firmness is good for anything. Strut is good for nothing. Alexander Ham- Hamilton. So be a little meek and uh, you know humble. You know it's no surprise that America was founded by a collective of inspirational leaders and collaborators. But have you thought about how you can implement their ideas into your own life today? You know, apply uh, some of the things and lessons from history, I guess, and uh, learn from history, and uh, we might might be a little bit better off today. Sarge, uh, I know you like uh, being a conservative there, and uh, what should I wrap it up here? I always, sometimes I ask you there when we do one of these great, great podcasts. I guess I'll wrap it up with Ronald Reagan. What do you think? <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with that, man. I get chills up and down my spine every time I hear him 
doing that uh, time for choosing uh, speech. I mean, just incredible. Yeah. And the way well, how about he delivers the words used, God, it's just it, it brings chills up my spine to hear him do that. Yeah, yeah. Or what about the Warriors' pledge? That's a good one too, huh? That was that was uh, that's a real Reagan, good one. I mean, look, he he used the those acting speech, huh? skills. To uh, I think he used those acting skills in service of one of the greatest causes of any president in history. And, boy, did it pay off well, not only for him, but for the American people and our nation as a whole. No, he wasn't perfect, but then who is? He was as good as he could That's expect. Right. Well, let's play this one then. How about this? Sorry. You'll like this one, Sarge. Just so Sarge. I haven't played this one. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, Sarge, that, let, me, go ahead. Let, me give you a, Sarge, let me give you a little insight. Uh, one of his uh, staff that worked with him personally on a daily basis during his administration is a personal friend of mine. Oh, oh you ought to get some great stories from him, man. Ronald Reagan was quite a man. He underwent quite right. a transition. Dare I, that's a real trans man. He went from being a liberal rat to a, to a solid conservative. He even changed All on right. the abortion issue yeah. when he got yeah. apprised yeah. of what actually was entailed. That's right. All right, guys. God bless the Republic. We'll wrap up with Ronald Reagan then. Answer. As to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Delawood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on in Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Schuttau, who left his job in a small-town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading of my pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. 
ever, no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. You can go to, <clears throat> you can go to www.josephgibson.com. Dot us and you can watch that video on my website there so can't beat that guys right <laughs> can't beat that all right everybody god bless the republic Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.